Hey folks, welcome to the show. This is From the Laundry Room. I'm Damien. And I'm Isa. And we were both inspired this week by a recent documentary on Netflix called Mucho Mucho Amor. It's about Walter Mercado. He's a very famous astrologer, spiritualist in Latin American culture. And we both felt so strongly about it, but in different ways, we decided <laughs> we decided to make our own segments on it. So Isa's going to start. You know, I really love Walter Mercado. It's not even about his Zodiac segments or anything like that. Walter Mercado, to me, represents a part of my childhood. Every year growing up, on New Year's Eve, there would be this special. It was like four or five hours long. I think it was on Univision, if I remember correctly. And there were several components to it. And one of those components was Walter Mercado. He would come on and he would tell he would call out each sign and tell them what they had to do el año para cada signo del zodíaco voy a empezar contigo aries urano ese planeta impredecible raro it extraño so motivational. it was so uplifting and it was like everybody had to be quiet we would all gather around the tv and stay quiet until everybody's sign got called and if you said something if you made noise you already knew your mom or your tias or your abuelita was going to get upset and be like Shh, you have to wait till Walter Mercado is done and it was always just for fun because you know it it's it's always nice to be able to hear things about yourself according to your sign that's just kind of how I think we've been conditioned I come from a multicultural background and with that comes an appreciation and understanding for different belief systems because I grew up in a household that blended two distinct yet not so distinct belief systems. Walter based a lot of his segments or actually all of his segments on astrology which you know whether or not you believe in it you you can't take away the fact that it is an ancient study and it's a reflection of common themes in people's lives. So me coming from the background that I come from, my dad is from India. I am very familiar with astrology, particularly Jyotish, which is Sanskrit for science of light. And it refers to the mathematically sophisticated form of what is known as Western astrology. Basically, Jyotish is about how we become aware of our own inner state and we are able to know ourselves. And then we're better able to help ourselves achieve our full potential and purpose in this life. Or in other words, it's the study of karma or karma as it is pronounced in the western world karma is a lot more than you know what comes around goes around that's kind of a concept that's been very westernized karma is so much more than that but that's a whole lot of information that we could get into another time Jyotish originated in the ancient vedic traditions of india which is why it's sometimes called vedic astrology it is part of the Indian Vedic scriptures, part of the Gita, which is the holy book of Hinduism, and it dates back to 2nd century BCE. Jyotish is one of the six ancillary sciences that were developed as part of the Vedas, which are religious Indian texts, and these predate Greek astrology. 
So my my whole point in talking about this is to kind of point out that astrology, while there's many different opinions on it, it is practiced and it influences different cultures all around the world. And something interesting about Walter Mercado that, you know, I learned from watching his documentary on uh, Netflix, Mucho Mucho Amor, he actually drew a lot of inspiration from all different kinds of belief systems, including Geotish, which is very interesting because Geotish is, it's not the same as Western astrology. They don't even use the same zodiac signs. It's completely different. So to know that Walter used so many different influences to create his programming, it's very interesting to me and it it makes me want to go back and rewatch some of his segments to see if I can um, pick up on it. Walter, he is such a big part of the Latino community. Everybody, whether or not you you like him or you don't like him, they remember him. So much so where, you know, if you go on Instagram now and you go to the, this was actually before his documentary even, you go and you try to put a GIF and you type in Walter Mercado, he pops up. If you go on WhatsApp and you want to use the stickers, there's Walter Mercado stickers. It's such a big part of our culture and it's it's really nice to see how he's been able to transcend across several generations you could see that in the documentary you could see it if you talk to anybody in the latino community capricornio responsabilidad responsabilízate en la vida por lo que a ti te toca obligaciones responsabilidades las obligaciones son obligadas obligaciones responsabilidad las que te caen encima que a veces tú las asumes aunque otros hacerlo I understand the positive feelings so many people associate with Walter. People love memories of sitting with their families waiting to hear their horoscopes. I wouldn't take that away from anyone. Nor could I. And on an individual level, I love Walter as a story of a queer man who found a way to make it work in a homophobic society. LGBTQ Latinos find inspiration in that. That's pretty cool. But I'm still conflicted. I'm not here to show that astrology is fake, but I do think that astrology being unscientific is part of the story. Despite what many Americans might believe, astrology is not science. To be fair, it doesn't have to be. I don't think many people who actively practice astrology believe it is scientific. Maybe that's why they like it. But for all its positives, we shouldn't overlook the negatives. Astrology is irrationality. It operates outside of falsifiable claims. But I should point out that when it has been falsifiable, it has failed, including in the study by Sean Carlson in 1985. Working in conjunction with respected astrologers, Carlson put together a double-blind experiment where astrologers had to match natal charts with a subject's psychological personality test. The astrologers, who helped design the study, were unable to pick the correct natal chart at a rate better than chance. The study also tested whether subjects were able to correctly identify their astrological assessment. Presented with the correct assessment and two that were not theirs, subjects were unable to pick theirs any better than randomness would predict. But again, isn't it okay that astrology isn't a science? If people wanted science, they'd open up a textbook. What's the harm? Astrology often has people accept things about themselves and the world without evidence. It has you trust the authority of an abstract power. No, don't worry about it. It will turn out fine. Trust me. 
That's what led Theodore Adorno, a philosopher and sociologist, to connect the West's acceptance of astrology to its acceptance of authoritarianism. According to Adorno, both claim to have a key for everything, know all the answers, and do away with anything that is strange and unknown and at the same time fail to explain anything. Shouldn't we be suspicious of something that gives us all the answers and tells us what we want to hear? Still, astrology remains popular, especially among young Americans. But I also wonder if Latinos, my people, are more prone to this type of supernatural belief. My mom claims that my grandmother once cleansed my soul with an egg. I was too young to remember, but I do remember being told to lie on my bed while I was covered with a sheet and my grandmother waved a broom over me. It was pretty spooky. This was supposed to help me get over my bad dreams. My mom says it worked. Maybe it did help. I get the appeal of these and other traditional folk remedies, but I also know that they're not necessarily science. And I worry about the impact that it has on my culture. Are Latinos more likely to accept this sort of unscientific worldview? It's hard to say, but maybe. A survey by the Pew Research Center showed that Latinos in the U.S. have a strong belief in the spirit world. For example, 57% said that people can be possessed by spirits. Why does this matter? I believe that the more you seek answers in the spirit world, the less you'll seek answers in the science world. And there's evidence that Latinos are behind their white counterparts in science. They score worse on national science tests, and according to the Pew Research Center, Latino students are less likely to say they like science or would like a job that involves it. There's probably a few reasons for that, including, importantly, a difference in the schools that students attend. But even among adults with a college education, Latinos score worse than whites on tests of scientific knowledge. How many potential scientists are we discouraging with this type of thinking? But it's not just a theoretical future, it's the present as well. There's evidence to suggest that belief in fatalism, that is, the belief that misfortune is beyond a person's control and due to God's will or destiny, is correlated with foreign-born Latinos in the U.S. not taking advantage of preventative medical care. There's also the belief that mental illness is the result of a person's moral failings, that they are getting what they deserve. This creates a stigma towards seeking out mental health care. And this is the same type of thinking that helps people disregard social distancing and mask wearing during the current coronavirus pandemic. If I'm going to get it, then I'm going to get it. To be fair, if you told me that your relationship with God helps you in times of medical emergency, I would believe you. Totally. And... I believe it when I read that astrology gives people the tools with which to discuss difficult topics. But we can say that these spiritual beliefs are not an entirely positive influence for all people all the time. So did Walter take advantage of people and their insecurities? Have questions? Need answers? Concerned about a loved one? Hi, I am Walter Mercado. Thanks for making the Psychic Friends Network the most popular psychic fund service in the entire world. Well, I think so. Here's Walter speaking in a documentary series produced in Puerto Rico called Prohibido Olvidar. Now, people want to know. They don't want to believe anymore. We're in the era of knowing. 
Sure. I want to know things too. How will this podcast do? Will I get over my elbow pain? Will Barbara call me back? So here's my compromise, mostly to myself. There's a saying in Spanish that goes, Dios no te lo lleves, pero no mandes más. It means, God, don't take them away, but don't send another. Hi, friends. Thanks for listening so far. If you like the show, please consider leaving us a rating or a review wherever you're listening. It helps people find the show. Walter Mercado was born in Puerto Rico and spent much of his time there. This week, we bring you a poem by Joe Benevento, who also felt a strong calling to Puerto Rico. But his poem, Mango Memory, reminds us not everything that we feel called to is calling us. My first time on an airplane, I flew all the way to San Juan, where Jose, Silvia, Fernando were waiting to take me back with them to Fajardo, where Fernando would finish off my fantasy by marrying Jose's sister, Silvia. We'd all grown up together in Queens until the Ramos family headed back to their homeland after Jose finished high school, and soon after Fernando fled his Silvia-less life to join them. Two days before the wedding, we went to pick mangoes and avocados on Monte Brisas, at an orchard managed by a family friend. Fernando, always braver than I, climbed high upon a mango tree and shook big branches for the best fruit. Several of us below harvested what was falling. Silvia saw one missile aiming for my head, pushed me aside to take it full on her shoulder. It raised a bruise we worried would show through her white wedding gown. It wasn't two years later she left Fernando for another man. She's now, Jose tells me, with husband number four. My children like mangoes a lot, so I bring them home, even though these Walmart imposters can't compare to the sun-warmed freshness of one from a Puerto Rican tree. Even though I can never cut into their pulpy yellow-orange flesh, sense their tropic perfume without thinking of Silvia Ramos, so many mangoes later, still pushing me away for my own good. Joe Benevento's latest book of poetry is called Playground and is available now from Unsolicited Press. You can find out more at authorjoebenevento.com. And that's our show this week. Special thanks to Dr. Eliseo Colon Sayas and Dr. Tace Hedrick, who spoke with me about Walter Mercado. Also, thanks to the people who corresponded with us and submitted their thoughts and testimonials on Walter Mercado. And a very special thanks to Sao Khan of KhanAcademy.com. He wasn't involved in this episode, but he helped me pass college algebra seven years ago, and I'll never forget it. Our theme music is by Mitch Etter. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at From the Laundry Room. Until next time, remember, we are in the laundry room. No fears to this, no.